Hello, welcome uh, again to House of House. I am Andrew Taven. And I'm Lenny Burnham. And uh, today is the 54th or something episode of House of House, but it is the first episode of House of House Gaiden, or Gaiden. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Uh, so uh, I noticed that the, um, as, as some of you might know, uh, depending when you're listening to this, uh, the there's currently a SAG-AFTRA strike happening. Um, and so one of the guidelines they recently released is about uh, recap podcasts um, and asked that uh, people do not promote struck work, even uh, older shows, as long as they are available on streaming. Uh, because one of the uh, things that actors do uh, as part of their work is they promote shows. And uh, so, you know, we're not, we're not uh, like some uh, mini mouse at the Haunted Mansion world premiere, which we're not promoting. Don't go see it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, if, if the box office to, is to be believed, you didn't. So <laughs> not a concern. Um, but yeah, you know, solidarity. Uh, we uh, do not um, want to, uh, you know, the, 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 the cast of House is not currently uh, is avoiding at whatever level of promotion they might have been doing otherwise. And in solidarity, we are going to uh, have some other kind of content uh and today we'll be uh we have a couple things prepared but um we'll uh we'll keep it a surprise perhaps what else we'll be doing um but we'll tell you next episode um unless the strike's over by then if it ends i mean it probably won't be but it would be funny if it ends like i don't know in between before this comes out yeah it literally ends before this (laughs) comes out uh just like uh the yeah no right now though it's happening um you know if you uh if you want to get back to that regular house of house content um well I don't know, ron perlman has some interesting suggestions <laughs> of how you can help that happen uh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna say like bob Iger, if you're listening to this and you want more house of house rewatch episodes you're just gonna have to come to the table yeah oh no absolutely david zaslav Vaslav, Bob Iger, uh, the NBC guy. Yeah, Reed Hoffman. Are you still at Netflix? Uh, Kevin Feige. Yeah, Kevin Feige. I guess he's fine. I mean, he's. Uh, uh, I don't remember the name of the Paramount guy, but I know he directed. Um... Oh, fuck. What was it? People were just talking about this. That the CEO of Paramount directed some movie let me okay please edit this out so i sound smarter i probably won't i'm probably gonna leave it <laughs> sorry i in in solidarity with the editors <laughs> who are not officially on strike <laughs> but uh i am leaving this in okay uh because they, they can, can go on strike talking, though, while i look it up it is wild because imagine if the editors went on strike can you imagine how much longer oppenheimer would have been um <laughs> no, that's it is wild because people I saw someone say like, oh, it's crazy that people say Oppenheimer needed an editor that 
movie was edited fantastically. It's like, okay, two things. One, they're wrong because it was – don't see it. I mean, or do. I don't okay. know. You're not promoting Sorry. it. I really thought that people talked about this enough that you would just jump in and remind me, but the current uh, Paramount CEO is the director of Good Burger and Norbit. Oh, so you think he would have more solidarity. <laughs> He's been in the trenches. He's been in the Good Burger trenches and the Norbit trenches. Too, and I want to make clear. Well, in, I think a lot of the people holding this up are like the Amazon, Apple, Netflix people where it's like they truly don't give a shit about a lot of entertainment yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, okay, first off, I want to make clear. Uh, full, full over anything we say, uh, we are not promoting anything mentioned. So when we say Norbit, that is <laughs> no, not... I'm not saying that is Look, not an endorsement to go watch Norbit. We are not most, promoting Norbit. Everyone who knows me knows that most of the time I am always like, go home, drop what you are doing, rent Norbit now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not right now. But as long, yeah, no, as long as Norbit, as long as the strike goes on, we uh, are taking a break from encouraging people to watch Norbit <laughs> yes. as we normally this do every single This is the first time life. I haven't watched Norbit every day. Yeah. Well, it's okay for you. They haven't called a for a view. They haven't called for a. Oh Norbit yeah, that's true. Boycott. I can keep watching it. Just not. you can watch Norbit. And I can tell my. I think I can tell my friends, like in conversation, to watch Norbit, just not on the podcast. Yeah. So as far as over the time while we are recording, we want to make it clear that you shouldn't watch Norbit. Um, <laughs> if you want to talk to us off podcast, off the clock, uh, you know who knows what we'll say. But right now, um. Yeah, no, the, uh, yeah, I mean, that is the thing with the streamers, right? Where, like, I do love, by the way, full, full solidarity with, uh, you know, everyone on strike, um, the, the, the people who make the value of all of this, and, uh, you know, I forget who said it, but someone said something like, I, who do you, uh, want to side with in this, like, the most beloved figures in American <laughs> culture or the people who made Quibi? Like, who do you yeah. think has their uh, thing? Cause the, um, yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the thing with like, the, so what, of, again, total solidarity was kind of funny when I was reading the SAG after guidelines about recap podcast. And one of the FAQs was like, what could I talk about instead? They're like, you could talk about the strike and organizing activities. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know if you want random people whose only qualification is that they rewatch Dragon Ball Z and talk about it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> guiding people in how to organize. I mean, it's just funny because it's like, I don't blame them for saying that. Like, yeah, why wouldn't you say? That's like asking your doctor, like, how much you should drink. They're going to be like, <laughs> well, you probably shouldn't drink. Like, what are they supposed to say? Like, uh, they're not, they're just going to be like, well, you could try, uh, buying all the current flavors of m&ms and ranking them at a tier list like it would be funny if in the sag after faq they just had someone come up with a whole bunch of other theoretical podcast topics yeah. you could cover um <laughs> but to that end talking you know a little bit about the strike and in the capacity that i feel comfortable doing so it does really feel like and it's i think maybe a good thing it's coming to a head earlier rather than later it does really feel like um they're going to have to the, the, like the, the whole streaming thing. The fact that's like a, that they're trying to do a tech business thing where you just uh, do a bunch of fraud and make stuff up as long yeah. as you can. Um, it is so, I feel like 
it's so obvious now in retrospect that streaming like shouldn't be legal. Like the entire idea is just like, it's exactly like TV in every way, except for how much we pay people. It's like, oh yeah, that was insane. Well, I mean, that's, that's like the whole, that's so many, I think people have pointed this out that like part of the reason why people are like disillusioned with tech or whatever is because like every invention that they've made in the last like 20 years, um, someone had a great tweet that they were like, uh, what's, what's your favorite, uh, tech breakthrough of the last 30 years? Uh, is it the illegal taxi company, the illegal hotel company, yeah. or the plagiarism machine? And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like the only one of those that theoretically offers like, I mean, first off, they all are illegal, which is like yeah. part of the issue. And they're all like, the only appeal is that you don't have to make phone calls anymore, which I'm like, yeah, of course, I hate calling people. I love that with streaming, I don't have to call the cable company. But I would love if cable would just come out and be like, okay, everything is exactly the same, except you no longer have to call us and it works like streaming. It's like, great. That solves all it, of my I mean, issues. It's is sort of thing where like, I mean, people talk about it and they're like, you know, oh man, now streaming is like just as bad or worse than cable. It's like, it, yeah. And yeah, fucking obviously it's it, the same fucking thing. <laughs> the worst. It just is. And yeah. it's, I mean, the thing is. And they, de- yeah. they like the devalued their own product so bad that now people will be like, oh, this one NBC show from 10 years ago isn't available. This is such fucking bullshit. And it's like, no, it's actually insane. That, that's the standard yeah, What was actually nuts? We were trying to look for a movie to watch. And uh, I won't say what movie we eventually settled on because uh, not not going to promote it. But um, it was an Oscar film. Uh and when we hadn't seen it, we were like, oh, okay, cool. But we had to, like, go a showtime to, like, find something. where We went through, like, all, like, the regular streaming networks. And like, oh, yeah, they're just, like, are, if you want to watch, like, a movie, you just, I mean, that's just not that. Yeah. I Which mean, maybe Netflix is good. Because it doesn't have movies. They, their whole thing is getting you to watch fake movies instead of movies. You have to, yeah. like, get on stars to remember that movies exist. It's literally, it's the same, uh, like, fake business model as Tucker Carlson's new Sorry, not Twitter, X show, uh, which we can promote because it's not a union production to my knowledge. So we can promote Tucker Carlson's uh, X, <laughs> oh, X show, the Andrew Tate uh, How to Human Traffic Variety Hour or whatever. Um, it's, I mean, the, uh, yeah, it's, it's just, it had to come to a head. It's a real shame. I, maybe something uh i th- i do think you've seen with like patreon and stuff um that people are genuinely willing to pay a price to make sure a thing they like exists and i think part of the issue of why like people had issues with cable and now why streaming is such a mess is because what people don't really want to do as much now that entertainment has become so individualized sort of and atomized and niche is they don't really want to pay for a bunch of stuff, including the thing they want. I think they'd so much rather be like, I will pay more to get the thing I want. And I think that does present an interesting potential opportunity. Maybe when um, people, hopefully uh 
I don't know if he wants to come to their senses or get knocked out of their delusions or get a visit from Ron Perlman and realize that like, um, yeah, you have an amazing business model where people will pay like a lot of money to go see a movie and like, it, it's very stupid. It was amazing when um, uh, a certain sequel that we won't promote mm-hmm. to a movie about a guy who talks like a fake Louisiana detective um, was like where Netflix was like, oh, we're going to pull it out with theaters. And the theaters were like, yeah. why? Why? Yeah, it is so weird that like the CEOs are like greedy, obviously, but then they're also doing just like they're killing so much stuff that made them money. Like they just had such a good thing going when it was like, we'll put like an ad for Pepsi in our shows and that will get millions and millions of dollars. And now it's like, uh, ads are so much worse. You just, it seems like you can never put that toothpaste back in the tube. And it's just like, you fucked up. Like, why did you think that people as individuals would ever be able to pay as much for a show as Pepsi would? Like, what was the plan? I mean, it's, it's also, it's like, I mean, it's it's I honestly don't even mind ads that much theoretically, but if I'm Except watching that they've like they've gotten so much worse now. You watch people... like Hulu and it's like the same ad every yeah. break. And I'm like Because like the system was supposed to be like, you know, young Sheldon will air Tuesdays yeah. at eight. Wait, 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 wait. A show that we it. don't think you should watch. Un- normally we're very otherwise we say <laughs> yeah. we are not promoting young Sheldon. <laughs> Uh, a show will air at 8 p.m. Millions and millions of people will watch it and all see your ad. And now it's like, if you don't have that, you're only going to get ads for hims and hers over yeah. and over <laughs> and over again. You know what? I will say, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, um, oh fuck, from The Good Place. Um, Kristen Bell, yes. Thank you. I... I I feel better knowing that she also struggles with her mental health. So, um, and I get to hear about it all the time. <laughs> um, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's like the, the thing is like, thankfully, maybe they're realizing that like they, they've hopefully recent events have maybe knocked some sense into people, at least on a movie level that like, Oh, it would be insane to let the theaters just die and go away because you can make money through those (laughs) instead of having to do like incredible um, fucking like 48th dimensional accounting to convince people (laughs) that like a movie I'm not recommending you watch uh, the gray, the gray man or whatever, the gray, gray dude. Uh, that gray dude made a jillion dollars somehow. Um, and it's, it's yeah, it's just, I, I mean, the, the tough thing is with TV where I just think that the, it's, I, I, it's like, I, it's very frustrating that it's not even, I think that there's this notion that people have like, you know, oh, well, um, the free market and this and that. And it's like part of the issue is that, uh, if you don't set some pretty strong standards, people will just kind of, um, it's like they, they'll just min max 
capitalism, right? Like in a game where you figure out that like, oh, if you grind this like one enemy for like, you know, three minutes, you can buy this and sell this. And then like you can beat the game in like an hour and you just ruin it for yourself and everyone. That's (laughs) what they do. They're just like, oh, well, what actually gets money is investors thinking you're a tech company and they'll invest more money if you grow at this rate. So if all you do is keep spending money, then you can actually sell the company and make all that money, uh, you know, without having to do anything. And it's like, yeah, yeah. and that ruins, you know, <laughs> the, it's, 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 right. I, anyway, we should, yeah, let's get yeah, to, uh, you want to get into it? yeah, so we are going to talk about, um, the, uh, some of the people in the show that we normally discuss, but which we are. I mean, it's, it's we, we, we're not promoting it, but I that it's in the name. So House MD <laughs> is the show we normally watch. Um, and, you know, normally uh, I think there's an implication that we're encouraging you to watch along. But because uh, for the duration of the SAG after strike, which I, I don't know, I don't have any sense of, do you think... Uh, Lenny, you're our you're our labor expert on the pod. <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. Do you think that there's a chance that the WGA strike and the SAG after strike will are they likely to strike a deal at the same time, or do you think that it's more likely that one goes on longer than the other? Well, I mean, one's already. You know what I mean? Because obviously they're staggered and when they started, but. Thank you so much for asking. I have never thought about this. Okay, thank you. And now back, uh, <laughs> we'll bring you back in uh, when we're talking about uh, the Syrian war. Um, the, <laughs> I mean, because I only mentioned because my understanding is uh, I don't think there were any such guidelines around um, the WGA strike because that's not considered one of the main roles of writers like promotion. Um, no one wants to hear from nerds when they, <laughs> unless you're like Nick Pizzolatto. And then I guess they probably, who else is going to go, you know, in between seasons of a show that he would write. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think it's long for the duration of the SAG uh, after a strike. Um, because promotion is uh, one of their, uh responsibilities of which they are uh striking um we will be covering uh topics tangentially related to uh house but in a way that does not uh encourage you implicitly to uh watch along for this duration yeah. this um, next segment is only encouraging you to read old tmz and people magazine articles yes which are all non-union productions so it's okay (laughs) to uh uh yeah all right so i've put together uh a real person shipping report uh with just great moments of house cast gossip uh some of them we can talk about at length some are just kind of in there as like, oh, this happened. Yeah. Uh, to clarify, we'll by the way, this is gossip about the cast of House, not gossip about uh, the people who host a House cast. Which <laughs> we do. Yes. Um, all right. So first thing I read up about was Jennifer Morrison and Jesse Spencer's relationship, obviously, which it seems like they pretty much hit it off like when they started filming the pilot because within 
four months they were telling people about their relationship. So I think it was like basically pretty instant. And then they broke up in uh, 2008 when they still had a lot of house to record together. Yeah. Uh, whenever I read about something like that, I'm just always like, nothing will ever be as bad as when the leads on Dexter got together and they wrote it in even though they were siblings and then they got divorced before the show ended. The I think that the obviously this was if you look it up because um Jennifer Morris supported John McCain and uh Jess Spencer supported Barack Obama and they couldn't reconcile. Um, no, and I, Jennifer Morrison kept being like, you can't even vote. Why do you yeah. care? <laughs> um, the, I mean, it is, it, it is a testament to their ability as actors that until the one dark Cameron episode, <laughs> they were able to completely hide their chemistry for each other. Yep. And throughout playing a couple they also continued to hide their chemistry even though the relationship was public they were just like no i think it'll be more professional yeah they were like we need to be professional by not seeming to be attracted to each other while the cameras are on <laughs> and then as soon every scene when it was done they uh they would have to drag them out of their trailers for the next take because <laughs> they were just boing 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 if you know what i mean yeah exactly. um my yeah. favorite story I found about this relationship is that he proposed by, they were like in France and he proposed by the Eiffel Tower. Uh, and he asked her, will you marry me in French? And she was like, what are you asking? I don't speak French, which is so adorable. That is adorable, but it's also like context clues, right? Yeah. Like if they, uh, it really does just seem like they just are Chase and Cameron. That it yeah. was like he did something sweet but a little stupid, and then she was just like emotionless and like, "What are you talking about?" It's it they would have they would have yeah. worked out if he'd gotten a fate a uh, deadly illness. Do you think that because people it is like Paris is you know a, an incredibly romantic city and. It's it's a cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. But do you think that yeah. like it's so funny that like he in the interview I read was specifically like, uh, well, I really wanted to find the hardest thing was finding a way to surprise her because she's so smart she always sees it coming. And then it was like, so you did it by the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> it's also funny that like she always sees it coming, except sometimes she doesn't see it having happened. I guess, but, <laughs> but you know, I mean, it is sweet. It's yeah, um, no, it's very cute. It kind of remind. I was recently I was applying for something, uh, which for I'm not sure why, but the description, uh, asked, it was asking how good your English is, but the question was in German, so I had to look up Google Translate to find out that it was asking me in German if I speak English, which was like it was like uh mother. You know, like it's it was like mother tongue or uh bilingual and i was like it's zwei, zwei lingua and i was like oh yes i do speak english it's weird being asked in a different language if yeah. you speak english i feel like it should have asked in english and then if they can't answer the question then they don't get considered for the job <laughs> um but yeah, that's uh, and then it, uh, you mentioned they yeah they broke up because of the two thousand eight election. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, and then uh, later 
from 2012 to 2013, she dated Sebastian Stan, who we all remember played the sexy Mad Hatter on a show that I'm not encouraging you to rewatch. Yeah. Uh, but maybe in a few months, I will encourage you to rewatch it because, again, Sebastian Stan plays a sexy Mad Hatter on yeah, it. Yeah, balls in your court, Bob Iger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but my favorite thing about that relationship is that before that, he was dating Leighton Meester while she was on Gossip Girl, and there are a bunch of uh, there are a bunch of episodes Sebastian Stan is in in Gossip Girl just because he was like hanging out, and she and Leighton Meester was like, let's put let's put him in. So his like character kept recurring, and so it does seem like Sebastian Stan keeps dating whoever is starring on a network sitcom because he needs money for food, and I absolutely love that for him. That's yeah. I mean, that's a that's a clever way to go. If you're just, uh, I found out someone. Um, oh, was it the guy? I watched a long. Um, I I don't know if this show is even easily accessible, but I watched. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube who does. Uh, he he alternates like between. Um, takedown videos of like uh, the bad Matt Walsh or like Tucker Carlson and two hour retrospectives of sitcoms. Um, he was by Jose his icon is like a blue. Uh, oh God, what's the blue cart? No blue Jay. I was like, what's the blue bird? Um, <laughs> and he, uh, so he did one on, on Sabrina the teenage witch, which I'm not, I don't even know if you can find that on stuff, but don't try. I think. I think um, I know what streaming services on. I'll tell I'll tell people after the strike. Yeah, after the strike. If you hey, if yeah, whoever is the CEO, you know you are. I mean, they probably don't. <laughs> they have no idea what they, I'm just like, oh, we haven't gotten rid of that yet. Um, so I think that guy who played Harvey was like was like on a nearby was like one of those people who was like working on another show and ended up um there. Oh no, it was the or the person who was dating Harvey was on another show, like the real life one. And then she was like her friend or something. Anyway, it's, it's, it's gotta be fun when you're just like hanging around and they're like, Oh, you know, you want to, uh, come do a three episode guest star <laughs> as, uh, I don't know, Sabrina's cousin who gets turned into a fish or whatever. And like, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, so that's the, that's, Sebastian Stan, who, uh, I, I didn't know that he, how prominent he was even before it's when you read that old article and it's like, he'll be showing up. It's the winter soldier in, uh, you know, Bob Iger balls in your court, but, uh, in the movie and stuff. And I, I, I guess I hadn't seen him as much before he's british right i don't think so oh really he feels like one of those british guys <laughs> <laughs> you know a guy who is born in britain no he was actually born in romania i guess but he's mostly from america i did not know that about him oh huh oh what's this picture on his instagram of this like first picture on his instagram or oh god Oh, okay, he's sitting down. I was wondering. Oh, it's from Pam and Tommy. I mean, for, it's, it's who knows what it's from. Don't watch it. He also has. Did he blur? Oh, God, I'm on it. Ah. Oh, sorry. I almost the mic almost fell. 
I'm uh, I'm on his Instagram but on the computer, so I can't like look. He has a picture where he blur. Oh no! Wait a second. Did he blur someone's face, or does his friend just have a uh, a different kind of face? I was going to say no. I'm going to look this up on Instagram to see. I was going to say deformity, but I feel like that can't be the right word you're supposed to use. Um, right? You're probably supposed to. I don't know. I feel like we're getting a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. Sorry. Let's get to the next. Uh, the next uh, gossip. Yes. Okay. This is my favorite one. Obviously, come. Kel Penn comes out and announces that he's engaged. Uh, do Do you remember this? Were you like? online so i actually did not know that cal pen was gay um the by the way sorry i just want to clarify so um the the friend uh this is a on-set shot from an upcoming movie um by an upcoming a24 movie that seems to be about someone with a disfigured face I'm pretty sure these are prosthetics or this guy landed the role of a lifetime. <laughs> um, but I am going to say that these are probably uh, prosthetics because he cites um, a prosthetic company and says incredible work by this prosthetic company. Um, unless his face just looked even worse and they made, they just tried <laughs> as close to uh, looking like a, a standard person as they could, but uh, sorry. Yes. Cal Penn, yeah. I did not. I knew oh, about. Oh, so you, you missed this one? Yeah, I, I honestly, oh, wow. I, I didn't know. So I know he was like, so he was gay when he was work. I mean, he was, oh, he was <laughs> dating a man. Yeah, no, let's figure this out. When did he become gay? <laughs> like, so he was in a, he was with this man who he married during his time on House and when he was working in the White House, but he wasn't out yet, right? Yeah, it was when he was in D.C., so I think that was after he left House, right? Because isn't that why they had to quickly write him off? Yeah, they have the whole, yeah, 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 spoilers for a show we're not mm -hmm. encouraging you to watch. But yeah, that's why they have that whole thing, because he went to go get a comms job uh, with the Obama White House, um, which I I don't know how that, how if you're just like on set for house and you're just like scrolling through your linkedin profile and you're just like oh the co new comms position at the white house is an easy <laughs> apply well might as well like yeah, I, I know to... he had been he had been working for obama in at least like a volunteer capacity for a while because i remember yeah. in like when obama was running he came to my hometown of missoula which was like a big deal because famous people never come there and everyone sure, was like yeah. Kumar's here to talk about Obama. And it was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> that shows the importance of uh, the role. Was that during the primary? Because then there might have been think, any any delegates so, help. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a pretty big name to send there. I mean, the, uh, yeah. he And then he did that role in uh, a show, uh, uh, a show that we're not promoting about the president uh, becoming He's like the the same role, but for the Secretary um, of Agriculture, yeah. Yeah, the so yeah, becoming uh becoming the president, yeah. The president. Um, which I in that show, don't watch this episode. I'm telling you all you need to know about it. One of my favorite things, and I feel like I've maybe probably discussed this on the cast before, but 
uh, one of my favorite things is they have an episode where uh, a country called like East Honshu fires a missile over West Honshu and the president has to like um, have a meeting with West Honshu or I might have those reversed and you know, it's clearly supposed to be like, I was like, oh, okay, they wanted to do a North Korea, South Korea thing. And they have like Iran, they have like real countries in Russia. I was like, okay, they want to do North Korea, South Korea, but they were like, worried that that's too hot or whatever. So they were like, all right, we're going to rename it and we're going to make it East and West, which is for some reason kind of funny. Man, it's East and West Germany, whatever, but it's like a peninsula. I don't know. So they're like, we're going to make it East and West. And then they talk about the like dictator of East Honshu and his name is Chairman Kim. And I'm like, why would you go through all this trouble to make up this fake country and then keep the name of the guy the same? Like, I know that Kim is obviously a very common Korean surname, but it it's Honshu. Honshu could be named whatever. Um Anyway, yeah, I remember when this story of him coming out uh, came out. Um, it was just so exciting because it was like, usually when someone comes out, it's like there's like a 10-year period where you kind of all know. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, that didn't happen yet officially? Uh, okay, uh, good for him, I guess. Um, but I truly had no idea. I feel like I like have not heard from anyone who had already known. Um, so like him just announcing that he has been with someone for 11 years and they're engaged was like, wow. And yeah, it was very exciting because I love Harold and Kumar. And like Kumar is like such a classic, cool guy. Like it very much felt like our generation's version of if like John Belushi or someone came out, it was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, um, too late. And I just remember the headline was... Uh, Kel Penn announces he's engaged to, uh, or it was like, um, Kel Penn announces engagement to fiance Josh and the best joke someone made about it was someone was like, Josh is gay? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That's, I mean, Josh was, uh, obviously also the, the arguably the, the third lead, but I guess one of the recurring guys, Neil Patrick Harris is in all those who came out after yeah. the I know between yeah between it's so the first interesting. yeah yeah it's a really interesting movie like with that in mind because like obviously there is like a lot of gay stuff in it because it was the 2000s and that's hilarious and it just is like interesting that such a big part of the plot is Cal Penn's character Kumar denying who he is until neil patrick harris inspires him to realize that it's okay which is like really interesting in retrospect because they were both neither of them was out at the time yeah i mean then uh john cho as far as we know straight no no as far as we know not even though he, he played uh he played gay on star trek which was like this weird like movie studio math where they're like, okay, now we're gonna honor George Decay by having a different guy be gay, even though Zachary Quinto is also in those movies. And you're yeah, just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean the um Yeah, the it's it's you know, the it's it's interesting seeing how a lot of these sort of like manage there. And then of course there's like in 
a show I just straight up don't really recommend people watch. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother, where it it feels like they kind of like lucked out a little in that Neil Patrick Harris came out, and so it almost feels like they're like, oh, okay, the character can still be a rapist, and it's fine. Yeah, like, it's super weird. <laughs> it, it, it real like there's some stuff in there that's you're like there's like one i remember where he's like i one of my scams is i pretend to be a lesbian so i can hook up with lesbians and you're like this is just the, the thing that people uh start like hate crimes over yeah. um <laughs> and yeah it's uh now he's doing uh never mind who knows what he's doing um anyway yeah but that's but good for him good for josh yeah, and <laughs> I didn't really know anything about their relationship until I was doing research for this, but he told a story about how on his first date with Josh, Josh came over with like a big case of beer and then put on NASCAR. And I'm like, that is such insane first date behavior in general. Um, and I'm just so happy for him that he bagged Calpen doing that. Do you think Calvin that was like, I couldn't believe this. Like, what is up with this guy? And now we watch NASCAR together every week. It's like, that's beautiful. That's great. That's also like, um, that feels like something I wonder. And I don't want to speculate too much on Josh's personal life, but that sounds like the sort of thing that you do if like you were closeted and insecure and you don't even suspect you. So you were like at every party, you're just like, yeah, my thing is I show up with a big case of beer and watch NASCAR. And then you start doing it and you're like, this is a really compelling sport. And this is a delicious beverage. And you were just like, this is great. This is just, you know, like it sounds like exactly the kind of thing someone trying to not pretend to be able to be. And then just being like, well, I get why people do this. Yeah. It is crazy how much it's, it's appropriate that uh, it was with Cal Penn because it does feel like outdated 2000s comedy to be like, you know what? Actually, it's not really gay. You can just hang out drinking Coors Light and watching NASCAR. It's great. Yeah. I do like, yeah, the whole like, um, I feel that like. That is like a mad TV sketch of like, no, it's a, it's not gay if we're watching NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> like, as long as we watch NASCAR together after our wedding, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So one thing I found was that Olivia Wilde was like an actual princess for a while. She was married to some prince from Italy. It seems like Italy is like casual about their princes. Like it's not like with yeah. England where they still have to like give a shit. They should have, there should be one of those memes that's like, um, never ask, you know, or whatever, a woman or age, guy or salary. Or a member of the Italian royal family, what their grandfather was doing during World War II, or something <laughs> yeah. that feels like. Uh, I um, mean, you know. But yeah, I uh, love. Uh, I I love that Olivia Wilde was a princess, and that Meghan Markle is like a duchess because I do deeply feel that people on trashy TV shows are are royalty. Yeah. It's uh uh. Like you can. You can act like we like Oscar-winning movie stars, but is, is Meryl Streep royalty? I don't think so. The um, the guy from, uh, don't watch it. The guy from Psych 
is just fighting his time. Or I guess that's not trashy, <laughs> but I just was thinking USA shows. Oh, yeah. I mean, Psych is trashier than Suits. I think that's that's fair. Okay. Um, and then, all right, so I don't know how much we want to dig into this, but obviously there's a ton of Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles stuff. Yeah, um, I started did, looking did at some of that. you follow that drama much at the time? Um, no, because I, 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 I was very in the periphery. I was aware that, like, this was a thing. So I saw uh, her previous movie, which we're not promoting, but which... Which um, I'm not recommending in general. Oh, interesting. Okay. I, uh... uh yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I did enjoy it at the time. It's also got uh, house guest star Skylar Gisondo in it. Um, but oh, uh, her first movie, yeah. Oh, were we talking about a different one? Yeah, I was. I thought you were going to talk about the one where she met Harry Styles. Oh, that's the one. No, no, no I was saying I, I didn't because I didn't see the one where she met Harry Styles. Oh, okay, but I yeah. saw the one no, before her, that, and I yeah, did her like first that. Movie one. was fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I, I think the. Uh, I think one... it was just like a weird like as a comedy fan it's weird seeing how much we've like come around having like such kid gloves on like, oh uh, yeah well I'm like the of, fact yeah. that there's like a whole scene where people are talking about Beanie Feldstein and like these high school boys all go out of their way to be like no she's not physically unattractive and you're like that would never fucking happen like what are you talking about I mean it, it is the kind of thing where it's like uh yeah, it feels a little. I, I definitely know what you mean, but the um, your uh, your I don't know why I was saying former guest of the show, uh, Katie mentioned that um, that she's uh, they're saying that the difference between uh, gra- like American modern graphic novels oh, and like yeah. Japanese manga, the American one was just like you know, oh, no one be bad or whatever, and Japanese one was like you know, they're murder people and they only yeah. want titties. <laughs> Um, but the, uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely see that it is. I mean, I think part of it also is the dearth of studio comedies where like, yeah. it really feels like anything where you're like, yeah, that's pretty good. You're like, you know, <laughs> it's not just a Marvel movie and it's yeah, being able to be like, wow, I saw that in the theater and it had jokes in it. Does that go a long way? And it's, it's, yeah. And I think especially, um, the the one I'm I'm not gonna mention it because this would this does feel like promotion, but there's one coming out that I'm interested uh in. We'll see how that one does in the theaters and stuff. But um the yeah, I think I, I didn't know anything about Don't Worry Darling, which we're very much not recommending or promoting, you see. Yeah. Um and I knew it had Harry Styles in it. It feels I wonder if like this doesn't quite track, but do you think like Jason Sudeikis and John Mulaney's ex-wife should just like meet up for like a drink, just to kind of like talk about <laughs> yeah. their lives? Let's see what happens. Yeah. Like um, I, not that they necessarily, I mean, they both, they both got like Olivia's they can talk about <laughs> and, you know, just a wild time. I mean, the thing in that where it said that like Harry Styles music is banned from the house. It is. I, I, that I, wanted that to seem like extreme but i was like yeah i would also kind of be like you know i don't, I don't know i don't need to hear that all the time yeah 
That's like the plot of uh, that movie. Uh, speaking of Kristen Bell, that other Kristen Bell movie we're not promoting. Um, oh, yeah. With the guy who doesn't want his wife to or girlfriend to wear bathing suits. Um, the uh, I t- it was wild when that happened. Not to dig too much into it, but people were like, I mean, okay, I I it's probably even your production, but whatever. I'm not saying so much to watch it because Liz watched that um psychiatrist thing he did, and or therapist. I don't remember if the guy's a psychiatrist, or psychologist, whatever. And I was kind of like. It seems weird. I don't know. There's something about the context of this where, like, the if if you're like making a whole show, if you make a whole movie or whatever about how like your mental health is really messed up, but now like you're in a really great place and stuff, you're building like a glass house around yourself <laughs> for anyone to be like. Um, like, I don't want to, like, say it's, like, Jordan Peterson levels of shit. Cause I don't think Jonah has any reason to think that he's, you know, that kind of hateful or whatever person. But it's the sort of thing where, like, normally I wouldn't cast aspersions on someone for having, like, a benzo addiction. But if your whole thing is, like, I know how you should live your life. And then you get, in, like, a benzo coma. Um, but, yeah, that I mean, that whole thing was where people were, like, he wasn't insisting that they can't do this it wasn't an ultimatum he was just saying you have to stop doing this or i'll break up with you like that was so upsetting because like people were like there's nothing manipulative about here here like listen to how reasonable it sounds and it's like that's what manipulation is like if he was just like being mean and horrible then people wouldn't call it manipulative yeah i mean that's the whole thing where it's just like it's just it's just to be like what you should say if you didn't want to be manipulative, instead of saying, you'd be like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm way too insecure for this. That's my fault. I guess I could make another therapy documentary and fix that, but I, <laughs> you know, don't have the time right now. So I'm filming the sequel to uh, the movie I really don't, I'm, I am so not promoting the movie, you people, but we're, okay. I'm, I'm make, I'm, I, I don't have the headspace for this. I'm too busy filming, uh, two people you people too the one where we have a kid uh and they want to marry a um muslim oh they are muslim <laughs> that. that's hard to incorporate uh they want to marry a furry and <laughs> their parents are furries and uh whatever um that was i don't know if that's the only movie i've seen where my big note is that Julia Louis-Dreyfus should have been much more racist. Because <laughs> um, it's it's a weird thing where uh, she she's like, you know, not great. She's like a well-meaning, patronizing liberal. And Eddie Murphy is like anti-Semitic and actively disdainful of white people. And I feel like they it's it's like it's very weird i don't know how it came together and then they want you to be like wow these two people are equally bad and i'm like <laughs> i mean you could have just i don't know you could have had them be like uh, normal white and then they weren't also anti-semitic it's weird that he's anti like he's into like louis farrakhan and not like in a way that's like look you have to understand like louis farrakhan uh, is controversial, but he's like an important figure and he's helped build community or something. Just like straight up, that guy does nothing wrong. Everything he says is good. And they're like, 
I want to be multicultural. And they're like, you're both terrible. <laughs> um, and the controversial uh, CGI kiss, which I'm sure you've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've heard different explanations for. But either way, not uh, incredibly not recommending you watch that. Not even fun as like a, a hate thing. Um, but sorry, next. Uh, so what um, was this? this was so about we actually Jonah did Hill? not talk yeah. about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles at oh. any point in that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, no, it's... Uh, I'd say, like, the crazy thing I found out from this is just that apparently, I always assumed she and Jason Sudeikis were married, but it was, like, a nine-year engagement in which they had two kids, which I was kind of like... people just do that? I mean, whatever. I guess. To me, it's like, I don't think people, like, have to get married, but I feel like if you're engaged, then that's weird to me. Like, you could just not get engaged, you know? It does feel like two people who maybe wanted different things. Exactly, yeah. I was like, I feel like they maybe had some problems before Harry Styles showed up. Yeah, there's only one direction that relationship was going. Yeah, exactly. Um, It is also a little weird. I don't know. I, like, it's, it's, like, it feels too obvious to be like, you know, oh, age gap discourse or whatever. And, like, I don't think it's, like, bad in the sense of, like, huh? The age gap discourse around Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles did give me one of my favorite Twitter moments ever when someone was like, uh, what's your what's your problem with it? I mean, Olivia Wilde is in her 30s. And the person responded and was like, don't say in her 30s as though she's 30 or 31. You're talking about a 38-year-old woman. Yeah. God, that was so fucking good. It's I, I don't think... It's weird that people... I feel like the problem is online. People... Uh, get into these real absolutes where it's like the discourse either has to be Olivia Wilde is a rapist or Olivia Wilde is not a rapist. And it's insane to say that. And I agree. It's insane to say that, but I think there's some room to be like, I don't think Harry Styles needs to be like protected, but like, and like, I don't think the police should get involved. I think people can be like, if they were in, if she was in my life or he was, I would probably be like, so, hey, I'm not going to outright condemn this, but you know, what's up with this? That This is an interesting <laughs> yeah. setup. I'd love to know it's, what you talk about. It's annoying that like, because so many people are, are like, um, strong moral scolds of like, she's doing something wrong that I feel like because of like the backlash to that, it's like, it feels like you can no longer just be like, that's weird. And it's like, yes. hey, we're, what, what happened to a good old fashioned, huh? Like, she has two kids. That's strange. Exactly. <laughs> just be like, oh, you know, her kids are probably One Direction fans. So that's a great, like, that worked out well. I mean, it's just like a weird thing to be like, um, it, like, it literally feels like it'd be like the plot of a movie that would be like, you know, like, uh oh, my mom's dating my teenage heartthrob crush. Like it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like a Stacy's mom sort of situation. Um, <laughs> but it's it's I do I mean it is like the kind of thing also where again in, in terms of the huh when I read through the the timeline that you sent me for it because I really like I said I don't even know what Don't Worry Darling's about. Um, I don't know like anything about this. 
Uh, I just know there was so much drama. I didn't even really know what the drama was, and now I have a better sense of it. Uh, but it it does feel like a little weird the degree to which she's like talking about how stunned and amazed she is like by his talent, and I'm like, he's very talented, but like. I don't know. Is he really like the next uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman or whatever? <laughs> like, I saw him in Dunkirk. He was fine. He wasn't bad. It's not like you watch that and you're like, you know, uh, sorry, you know, a movie, whatever. We're, I already said we're not promoting anything we talk about. We're telling you not to watch anything we talk about. But that one. <laughs> read um, a book. That's what yeah, this Read a book. <laughs> read a goddamn book. Um, But he's like. You know, it's like you watch it and you go like, uh, Nolan just had to cast someone to get in the teen girls <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but you're like, but I remember being like, wow, that's, you know, I'm blown away. Um, they, Ben Shapiro, I remember the year of Dunkirk was like, Dunkirk is inarguably the best movie that came out that year. And I think anyone who says otherwise is virtue signaling. And it's like, I understand the mindset that is like i i i am so con- i i feel like i am the the i mean i i do actually understand it because i know a lot of people like that and i was 15 once but <laughs> there's a real mindset that's like like he uh he did a video which i did not watch i can imagine but i did watch a video of someone watching part of it on a, a recent film that we are not promoting um and he's like it they had marketing the marketing was big so people are going to see it. It's going to have a big opening weekend. And then I predict this will have the biggest drop off ever. And it's like, I know you hate it, but like, you have to be aware that other people like things you don't like. Like, right. you, like I, I wouldn't be like, I'd go to like church once and be like, this is boring as hell. Uh, I predict this Christianity <laughs> ain't going nowhere. Like, it's just very weird to not be like, yeah, other people like this it's also weird because apparently he liked the other big movie that people paired with it and that movie is like almost inarguably more critical of the kind of beliefs you'd think he would hold but it <laughs> superficially is like right, a bad yeah. movie so you know whatever um Oh, and so another thing I wanted to say just on the Jason Sudeikis note is just like how much I remember like being into him in like 2009 or 2010 or whatever and hearing about how he was married to 30 rap writer Kay Cannon who went on to write Pitch Perfect and such uh, and then uh, broke up with her for January Jones and obviously at the time being like that's the most dramatic thing that will ever happen with Jason Sudeikis uh. when I was young and naive. Um, but it is so funny that then uh, Olivia, Olivia Wilde left him for Harry Styles. You're just like, oh, who's Harry Styles going to leave Olivia Wilde for? They're going to be so young and so hot. <laughs> it's a, they're calling it Bing Bing Bing. <laughs> it's a new... Uh, it's a new... Uh, you know, TikTok uh, algorithm that's caught Harry Styles' yeah. eye or whatever. I absolutely hate the Pitch Perfect movies, but I am like, if yeah, if your husband leaves you for uh, January Jones, then you deserve to have uh, a huge trilogy of comedy movies. That's fair. 
Yeah, I think so. That seems like a decent um, consolation prize. That's this all had to have been very exciting for her, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you sometimes just like, yeah, you know, works. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was the? Oh, that was the next one. Odette. Uh, Annabelle. Oh, um, so I have like absolutely nothing to say about this, but it seemed notable. So I put in that Amber Tamblyn is married to David Cross. Mostly notable because he was actually in the running to play House. We looked up, we discovered yes, that one I time. Yes, I recall that. And they made yeah. fun of it on Arrested Development, um, a show that uh, is, is uh, on, don't watch it. Only two, the, if you, did you ever previously watch those Netflix seasons? Boo, don't watch it. Um, is that coming back again? We're not telling you to watch it if it is, but I feel like I heard something. I don't something. think so. They were also all uh, like mad. They, all, they had that whole thing also where they were like really, like they had that interview with Jessica Walters where they where she like broke down crying and later Jason Bateman was like, yeah, I guess in retrospect, it's wrong to tell someone to shut up and <laughs> let them. It was just like really like, anyway. Um, um, uh, yes. Did you want to finish it off? Oh, yeah. So that that one, I mean, I had. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Did David Cross, David Cross's book they give in 2009, uh, Drink for a Reason, his bio, like the last line of his bio was he's currently fucking Amber Tamblin. <laughs> it feels like so uh, crude, but also like on some level, I kind of get saying that because when people, that's like what people think when they're like, oh, they're mad. They're like, really? David Crow? Like, you know, uh, and you know what? They've been together long enough that I feel like we, I guess that's the other thing with the age gap discourse or whatever. I feel like when people are together long enough, you go, you know, all right, well, I guess they're right for yeah. each other. And she wasn't that young when they it's got together, not, right? She's not that young. That's the other thing. Cause that's the other thing with Harry Styles where he's like much younger. Like she wasn't that young. Okay, she, she was, was twenty eight, so I guess that's like a little young, but whatever. it's a little young. I mean, I think it's the. I think it's more that. And hey, no offense, he's very talented. Yeah, no, it is but, mostly you know. that she's so much hotter than him for sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> look, and it is, that, is uh, it's also weird because I feel like she's one of the people who got like really annoying and weird about Hillary Clinton, and I started to be like. God, do I actually think he's too good for her now? Like, like his <laughs> politics are still fine. <laughs> people, people talk about um, the uh, the the more obvious sins of Woody Allen, but not as many people talk about the way that he got a bunch of young girls to uh, become super horny for weird-looking, annoying Jews. <laughs> that was his big. That was one of his big uh, ways he affected society. Um, and it's the only thing that we're, uh, thankful to him for. Um, <laughs> so that's, oh, and then, yeah. Oh, dang, which I for, totally yeah. forgot that I, this uh, character existed. Yeah, for I was some like, reason, Who? I never, <laughs> that is completely fair. Um, yeah, I found out, uh, Oday Annabelle is married to David Annabelle, which I never knew, even though they had the same last name, but I was just like, mm. I don't know how common that is, I guess. Um. But uh, yeah, just put them in there to note that is like the hottest, most boring couple on earth. I'm just like, God, they're so hot and so boring. Yeah. 
That's fair. Uh, well, I have prepared some fun facts trivia uh, for you, Lenny. So if you score between, I don't know, uh, you you get a ranking. Um, uh, fun fact, Katir, rank one, two, or three. Um, I'm not going to come up with clever. It's a WGA strike, and in solidarity, I didn't come up with clever rankings, um, even though I'm not currently union uh i have written quite i uh when i was writing for spark life i wrote a bunch of those personality quizzes um but anyway uh i think you could still find my like what hogwarts house are you quiz one which i wrote before you know that all that all was a thing so i disavow uh now i i don't care you aren't you shouldn't want to know what hogwarts house you are they're all bad um anyway uh so just which it'll just be one of the cast members um so which cast member is fluent in spanish and french Ooh, okay uh i'm gonna guess hugh lowry he seems like a linguist that's a good guess but it is not correct let's say you get three chances and then you get okay, the, wow. you get between right. or then you get between three and one zero points so okay. now you've bumps down to two you get one more or two more guesses second guess jennifer morrison has strong studied abroad energy so i'm gonna say her uh lenny you really uh you really fucked that one up uh <laughs> someone has forgotten that we discussed in detail how she doesn't speak french oh, earlier yeah in the you're right. god damn it okay last chance last chance all right i guess since he knows at least that one french sentence i'll say jesse spencer a good guess based off context but unfortunately no <laughs> points for you it is omar epps mm. um all right and uh he i don't i was trying to think if he ever uses it i could imagine him like in the show i'm sure in real life he does um but uh, i could I, I feel like maybe he speaks spanish and so i vague have a vague memory of omar Epps saying something in spanish but maybe that's just uh a planted memory um which cast member appeared in weezer's music video for if you're wondering if i want you to i want you to I'm a hardcore, only their first two albums and maybe perfect situation person. Okay. Uh, who seems like they might? So yeah, this is for, you know what? We're going to do two points and one point. I don't think we're going to get, we're not going to, especially because I realize we're going to be running lower in cast members eventually. So. Oh, it's only one each, no doubles. No, you can guess twice, but for two. No, points, I mean, I mean. So you're saying process of elimination, like this one's not going to be Omar Epps, like that's. Uh, I, yeah, I, I maybe I could have kept that a secret, but <laughs> it would have become apparent. Okay. Uh, um. All right. So I will say a not yet too good to do Weezer music video is Olivia Wilde. Okay, you have one more guess. That's not Amber correct. Amber <laughs> No, it was Odette Annabelle. I can't Fuck, believe okay. you aren't up on your Odette Annabelle knowledge after you just <laughs> expressed such interest. Uh, so it's bat and bat and zero right now. But 
Uh, this next one, which cast member had a role in a movie that we are not promoting about a gifted kid who builds a nuclear bomb, which was itself a bomb, perhaps because it sounds terrible. And also it released two months after Chernobyl. And in, I will say this, they, they had an interview with one of the producers on like the Wikipedia page that they mentioned for this movie. And they were like, they asked him like, so do you think this is kind of a bad time to release a movie about a kid who makes a nuclear bomb? And he was like, uh, no, actually, I had a lot of people say that this this probably works well for us. And uh, it did not. Okay. And that, I feel like this should be a, a little movie. easier because a lot of these people would be not yet existing. Really yeah, that is movies. a bit of a hint. I mean, they kind of, you know, maybe Baby Odette so, Annabelle. Actually, I don't think, I think she's too young. I'm going to guess Robert Sean Leonard. You got it. Two points. You're on the board. Oh, yes. Yes. Robert Sean Lennon, who plays Max, uh, Lennon, Leonard, who plays Max. Uh, also, fun fact about him, uh, in that movie, he is credited as just Robert Leonard because that was before right. he, uh, I guess he either wasn't SAG yet or just wasn't using his SAG name because, you know, he, there's like another Robert Leonard. Uh, I do think, and uh, SAG, um, take this under consideration, you know, uh, when writing new contracts and stuff. I think if someone gets more famous, they should have God, to force the other person the, to start the using The craziest one to me is Taraji P. Henson. I'm like, who <laughs> the fuck is making her be Taraji P. Henson? <laughs> yeah, Taraji Henson, you're on notice. You have to... Yeah, Taraji Henson was in like one episode of Girlfriends or something? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then they just get to sit on that forever <laughs> and they just have to be like that. Um, which cast member was sort of almost canceled? Not really. They just got like some articles written about them. Uh, after tweeting about nearly being hit by a Hasidic person <laughs> who was driving a van. Um, and they wow. were accused of being anti-Semitic. Interesting. And they said that, to make clear, they said that the this is not the first time, and they've had multiple instances of Hasidic people almost hitting them, and they think they're trying to do it deliberately. <laughs> Which I guess I could see a little, but they were talking about being in a Hasidic neighborhood, and um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Jennifer Morrison. No. One okay. More. Hugh Lowry. No. I I realize, so it's Amber Tamblyn. Mm, okay. Um, and uh, I do think David Cross came out and was like, actually, though, because people are bad. Um, <laughs> which, you know, to be fair, a lot of valid criticisms there. Um. <laughs> As I've explained before, I get chased all around by neighborhood by them for different reasons than Amber Tamla. Amber Tamla was saying that, you know, it, she walks through the neighborhood like wearing pants or whatever, and they try and scare her by getting close. I don't know how much that's deliberate. I'm going to say non-zero chance that they are less careful than they should sometimes. Um, I don't know. It's very weird. I had this instance when uh, I was taking a trip um, when I was in high school. I went on this like student trip to Israel. And we went to this neighborhood called Mea Sharim, which is like a very um, ultra-Orthodox area. And this guy came up and started yelling at us because we were in like a mixed group of men and women. Um, and so then we went to a side alley and our guide was try started telling us like, you know, I don't want you to think that that's like 
how uh, ultra-religious people are. That was just one instance. And literally as she's telling us this, someone, another one comes over and just starts yelling at her that she has a group of mixed people. And she was just like, okay, we're going to leave. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so two, two points on the board. Uh, which cast member voiced a character on what I assume is a largely non-union project, so I think we aren't promoting it, but I'm going to say that it's Superman the Animated Series. Ooh, okay, interesting. I'm going to guess Lisa Edelstein. That's correct. Two points. Um, yeah, she plays a, a character who's like Lex Luthor's bodyguard, I guess. I'm not totally familiar but um which cast member played clarinet in high school uh jesse spencer no yeah oh, you're right he would have called it like thing wazzle or something he could have called it thing wazzle and it would have been called like secondary primary school or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay i'll say All right, one of these days it has to be Jennifer Morrison. <laughs> it is Jennifer Morris. You got okay. five points. Okay. Yeah, I do think she has kind of big clarinet energy. I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which cast member abandoned sports in college and started acting after a glandular fever forced them to give up the former? Ooh, interesting. Okay. Truly, none of them seem like athletes. <laughs> Uh, I guess I'll say, uh, Cal Penn. No. Jesse Spencer. No. Again, that would have, although to be fair, I, if I might've been, uh, I probably should have said like university because it's Hugh Laurie. Okay. Um, can you imagine the alternate universe where we have famous rower Hugh Laurie yeah. and we don't have anything I, else? For some reason, Hugh Laurie was my first instinct. And then I was like, no, that's not it. I think I just forgot that they have sports over there. Yeah, they have, well, rowing. Even though, even though Jason today just made a show about it. Yeah, a show that's mid. <laughs> yeah, truly. Did it's you mid, Jerry. I have to bring this up. Did you see Lights Camera Jackson put out his list of the 100 best TV shows ever today? Oh my god. Okay, after this, oh. definitely check it out because he is the most galaxy brain person in the fucking world. He does. But see, what's so yeah. funny is that it has so many insane entries and like so many things like Family Feud that had like a billion seasons. But then he had he says Ted Lasso parentheses season one. And I was like, that is the biggest fucking Ted Lasso own that on this crazy list, LCJ is like, mm, season one. All of Family Feud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's insane. That's, to, to compare, fam I mean, that's so weird because it is. it does feel like being like, all right, here's my list of the top uh michelin starred restaurants you have like um alinea in chicago bazooka joe bubblegum what a tv show is is so crazy the academy awards and the super bowl are both on his list oh my god if it's i love that people point out he's an adult now so you don't have to like have kid gloves 
It's so fucking good. He has the most perfect brain. I love That's it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, we need to study it. Okay. Which cast member was in a film we are not promoting that has, ad- and I probably wouldn't even if I was going to say the name, that has Adam Devine facing evil Siri or something. Seriously, not promoting it. Sorry, facing evil what? An evil Siri, like on his phone. Oh, okay. Jexy. Yeah. By the way, Lenny saying the words Jexy is not an endorsement for you to go watch Jexy or Jexy 2 get jexed. I don't know if there's a Jexy 2. There's like three Christian Booth movies that I'm not promoting. You know that that movie looked bad because I'm super into Adam Devine and like, I think like stuff with a with like um non-corporeal computer girls is super hot but i was like this one seems like a pass i looked up i was kind of curious so i was looking up the plot of uh jexy a little because like i said i never saw it and like i guess it helps him get with a girl but then it gets jealous and so yeah. like he tries to send a dick pic and takes all these dick pics, and then Jexy is like, do not send dick pic. That will make her not like you. And he's like, oh, I bet she would like that. But then it, she's like, thanks for not sending a dick pic. And he's like, wow, it's right. But then, like, it sends those pics to his whole company because it's jealous that he would, that he has sex with the girl instead of Jexy, I guess. Um. Anyway. All right. I'm going to guess Charlene Yee. Yes, you're correct. You're at seven. You're catching up. All right. Uh, um, They are uh, accomplished. They're talented. Uh, They are difficult to come up with a fun fact about because, like, their whole Wikipedia page is just, like, a list of people they called out for being really terrible on productions they worked on. I totally... had heard about them talking about Marilyn Manson being a sexual harasser, but I didn't realize that that actually happened on the set of House. I had totally yeah. forgotten that part. We'll have to bring that up, I guess, when that comes yeah. up. Um, yeah, they uh, famously uh, removed his jaw so he could sexually harass people better or whatever, or removed his uh, his uh, frontal lobe so he had no restraint. Freaking manners. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it looks like, yeah, he, that's a good one. You win. Um, which cast member won PETA's sexiest vegetarian celebrity? of Olivia Wilde. Okay. Yeah. You're at, you're at nine. Yeah, so let's see if you, if you can cross 10, I think you win. So that's, you can get the next one. Um, it is a little wild, a little Olivia Wilde to me hey. that they just felt like they were like, cause, cause you'd think they would like pick a vegan. Like, you oh, know, yeah. the like, vegan. So Did they, they just... look at the list of vegans and we're like, none of them are hot Ooh, enough. <laughs> yeah, none of them are hot enough. All right. Uh, you know, Olivia Wilde consumes the product of the sexual abuse of uh, sentient creatures and um, supports their wholesale, you know, enslavement and forced pregnancy to create milk. But she's hot. <laughs> um. Which, uh, it'd be really sad if, like, that. that's probably as more people become more conscious of it. Because beforehand, they'd have to be, like, America's sexiest pescatarian. <laughs> America's sexiest person who at least has free-range animals or whatever. Um, okay, so you're at nine, so 
it's your chance. If you guess, you'll you will cross the ten barrier and become a fun fact trivia skateer if you get this one in two guesses. Which remaining cast member has played two separate characters on Law and Order? So two separate named characters at different okay. times on Law and Order. I it so feels like it should be Lisa Edelstein, but we've said her already. Who else seems like they have that vibe? Ooh, okay. I bet it's No. Okay. I know I learned his name at some point. I want to say it's Peter. Jacobson? Yes, you are right. Okay. 11 points, you did. You're a fun facts skateer. And yes, he is incredibly, you were so, I was like, okay, you know, you're on the right track. You're doing the, yes, that's exactly the vibe. Uh, Playing like, you know, a witness in uh because there's apparently a, like a shortage of like middle-aged schlubby jewish looking guys so they have yeah. to like each one gets to play like two different characters on law and order of the course of 30 years because he plays like i think a uh you know one of the witnesses or like a person and then he comes back a few times as like one of the uh schlubby jewy defense attorneys who will like uh go well, I don't know. She didn't have a, she didn't write it down or whatever. Go, Alex, seriously, you think that my client would have done that? They have like, I feel like the two recurring um, kinds of defense attorneys they have on Law & Order are either like the greasy Jew or like the performative black person. Those are like the two that they keep liking to bring back where it's like the Shelby Jew who's just like, but you must have known that they uh, intimidated that witness. And he goes, look, whatever happened with my client, I wouldn't be privy to at all. Now let's go. I'm billing by the hour. Or it's the person <laughs> who goes like the very fact that, you know, the Manhattan DA thinks that my client, an upstanding member of the community could have committed a crime just shows how racist the department is <laughs> and it's like mid 2000s so they're all like i can't believe they think the police is racist <laughs> but now when you watch law and order they're all like it's a good thing we're the only non-racist division in this city or whatever um good job you did it um Yay. so this is yeah so this is uh should we were peter we, jacobson by the way i found out while doing this is the only cast member who literally does not have a personal life section <laughs> just like that's so sad to not even get like some people have the like he's a fan of the boston red sox yeah. and that's their personal life but he didn't even have that <laughs> yeah that's funny i mean the um I feel like, uh, you know what, for, for his sake, just so he, he doesn't feel left out, let's look up Peter Jacobson, personal life. Peter Jacobson, hot gossip. Hot goss. Oh, wait, is this his wife? He'd be a fun person to date like Ariana Grande, I think. He, I mean, his, his actual person, he says he's dating Whitney Scott. They make like a nice, uh, they make a nice couple. She's like, um... She's quite pretty, but not so pretty that you go, really? She's dating Peter Jacobson? <laughs> um, they and he's got some, like, good 
there you get Peter Jacobson from a good angle. You can get some nice looking Peter Jacobson. Oh yeah, I he's I firmly would. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to He's got I'm going to share you this one and then we'll uh uh and we'll go cuz this one is Oh yeah, they look happy. Yeah, here's this shot right here. This is a good. This is him looking like a real mensch. Mm-hmm. Uh god, okay. Um so the thing about Squadcast and all of these things, and it kind of goes back to the streaming thing, instead of making a basic thing for this purpose, they have to be like, it's also the platform that you make your live stream internet shows on, <laughs> and you have to use that format for this. So they like keep updating stuff where now it's like, do you want to send this to the stage or to the audience? And I'm like, it's just me and Letty! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, no, he's, he's a pretty it. handsome guy. Yeah, he really, he just like got... He got famous too early, so it wasn't like he had to get hair plugs. I think yeah. that screws mm-hmm. over a lot of guys that age. I think they also, yeah, they did. It's that, and then it's also like, uh, I think they they put everyone else on Apple boxes just to make fun of him or something. <laughs> so like, whenever they're filming, he just looks like he's a, a little guy, but he's like maybe a normal height. Um, Hugh Laurie seems like he's very tall. Am I right, Hugh Laurie? Height. I feel six like I should know. Oh yeah, he's six two. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that that tracks. That's a um, Jesse Spencer five ten. Olivia Wilde five <laughs> the, seven. The first result for Peter Jacobson was five six, but then the next result, Celeb Heights, says five five and a half, which is like <laughs> that's that's mean. Just give him the five six. Yeah. Uh, Robert Sean Leonard six feet even. Okay. Now I know why he's cheating on his wife in the show so much that's that face on a six foot by feels like a real like interesting combination that's gonna get you uh get you some cancer patient tail um anyway do we want to before we end do we want to review uh let's i'd say let's review um the striking workers and actors i think they get a million vicodin but the studio execs Negative Vicodin. <laughs> it's true. And if you look at Lisa Edelstein's Wikipedia, oh wait, it looks like someone changed it. Oh no, there you guys. Okay. If you scroll down a little on her Wikipedia, there's a picture of her during the 2007 Writers Guild strike looking hot as hell. She's, she, oh yeah, that is a good picture. Honk if you watch House. Oh, that's great. Um, it's so weird. Huh? It's so weird to be like, uh, it's I. It's the fact that she was on the picket line at all is, um, you know, wonderful out there being supportive. That sign doesn't deliver a super strong message. I, yeah, I think so. Like, I guess you want people to honk in, and support. In context, I realized like people were talking about how like the studio heads hate the honking as people are driving past, and that yeah. really does get to them. But I think if I didn't know that, I'd be like, "What a weird." Sound. Literally, as I said it, I was like, "Oh, of course," because it's about the honking, and they just want to yeah. make people honk. I was like, "Duh, yes, of course." Except for I was just like, you know, the messages being like, "We deserve fair pay." You like house? <laughs> just like sure. Um, <laughs> Now that you say that, yes, of course, the fact that um, that is a uh, a good good sport Tactic, thing. Yeah. Um, good for her. Uh, anyway, the yeah. So um, huh. 
sorry, I'm finding that uh, in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, she started making art and uh, she had an exhibition at the SFA Advisory Gallery in Tribeca, New York City. Um, cool. Good for her. Um, all right. She's been married since 2014. And I know. The, like, when I was trying to put together the gossip, I was like, I know I have Olivia Wilde in my back pocket, so I'll be able to come up with some. But, like, the first, like, three or four people I looked up, it was like, they've been married to their spouse since 1980 and have three kids. And I was like, yeah. okay, good That's for not that. fun. <laughs> um, I did find out that Hugh Lowry's um, best man was Stephen Fry, which is very cute. Oh, that's great. Um, do you think the people would like, I bet this is going to be a real funny wedding? <laughs> just normal. Um, the Harry Styles, I mean, I know that uh, he's, you know, they're taking a break or whatever, but he should get a t shirt that says, I'm not the stepdad, I'm just the dad who styled up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, hey, uh, we hope you enjoyed this first episode of House of House Gaiden, or Gaiden, I don't know how to pronounce that, because I'm going to be saying it every episode until the strike's over, um, although, Bob Iger, if you won't want to hear me mispronounce Gaiden, then you know what you can do, uh, Gaiden, how do you pronounce Gaiden, 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 oh my god, why is it a goddamn video? Should Gaiden. Okay. Thank you, Game Facts. I had to look at Game Facts because Google kept directing me to a video, which, yes, in most cases is probably the most conclusive way to get the information, but I should, I don't need that. Um, sorry. House of House Gaiden uh, will continue um, until the uh, SAG after strike and they reach a deal. Uh, so, you know, write your studio execs. If you, if you, we hope you enjoyed this. But if you want uh, back to your regular schedule programming, write your studio execs and tell them to, to do a good deal, a better deal than they were even gonna, because uh, no one likes them. And they should, and people would like them more if they went through a Scrooge-esque transformation. <laughs> and uh, maybe they'll be visited by three ghosts. You can dress up. I think Ron Perlman's already going to their house, so you and Ron Perlman all dress up like a ghost, and you can be like the ghost of Hollywood past, present, and future. Um, hey, an account of the studio strikes where one of them gets visited by the ghost of Hollywood past, present, and future. This sounds like a great idea, but I'm not going to write it, Hollywood, <laughs> until you make a fair deal. So if you want this idea, you have to, uh, and they probably wouldn't like that because it would make the strike look good, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you get the gist. All right. Well, thanks everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time with more uh, content. And uh, do we want to give a tease or, or is it going to be a surprise? Let's let's leave everything a surprise. Ooh, all right. House of House Surprise Den. Uh, from all of us here at the House of House Guy Den, have a very pleasant evening.